All right. Today, your explorers of the unknown ask you to take some vows as we try to discover religion. One particular religion, in fact. Well, is it a religion? Is it a cult? Is it a good time? Is it too many bodies in one room pulsating with sexuality? Join us. This is Something Perplexing Podcast. Takes a look at Raelianism. I'm Issa. I'm Patty. I'm Khaled. And I think I had the pronunciation of today's um, podcast on point. Raelian? It's Raelianism. Raelianism. Really? Raelianism. Okay. Yeah. Think you're right. I think I write too. I think you're right. What's some of the things that you guys think about when you define what a religion means? A religion or a cult? No, a religion. Hmm. Like a religion first and then go cult. Let's so, see where this shit falls. Mm-hmm. So with religion, I think of a group of people who share similar beliefs in regards to faith. Um, and I guess that could mean anything, but really about faith. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. My thought is... A religion mm-hmm. is people having a belief that there's a being higher than themselves that they believe makes everything happen for them. So they have a higher power above them. Okay. Religion. Yeah. Okay. And right. are we doing cult also? No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we're doing cult. You guys want to go with the English dictionary of what is religion? Yeah, let's do it. Right. I want the uh, I want the uh, Creole, and version. then we'll do, <laughs> and then we'll do cult. So, a put a belief in and worship of a supernatural or a superhuman power or powers, especially a god or gods. That's one. And the uh-huh. other one, I feel like, is more in line with what you guys were saying particular system of fate and worship, a pursuit or interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it, it's like a, a system of belief, basically. Yeah. yeah. And where you prioritize that belief. What's that called? I have a thought. Would you, Patty, go first? No, no, you first. Well, you first. Okay, I'll go first. No, you go first. Oh, yeah. My thought of a cult is basically somebody that makes you come to their organization and you drink some juice and you die because aliens are coming to pick you up. Right. And there's usually a guy who's off his knocker or a lady. And you're like, okay, you are my God. And, you know, don't drink the juice. That's all I know. Don't drink the juice. That's very specific. And I'm yeah. wondering if you had an experience that you want to share. Don't drink the juice. That's all I can say. <laughs> that since I was a kid. Khalid <laughs> got eight fingers. Two of those fingers have gone to the cult. <laughs> if you guys see those pictures. But I prayed and it came back. Believe oh, oh, goodness. We explore some cults, though, Patty. What are you thinking for today's so, episode? Oh, about this one? 
about a cult just a cult oh, in general so a cult is pretty much the same thing as a religion but it has other components which is you cannot question the leader right it, there's a charismatic leader there's always a charismatic leader you cannot question their motives or what they say and they don't really allow for like individual thinking like there's a very big group thing but religion is like that too like religion is there. super group thing too is group thing um and then in cults the leader typically which so does religion there's something that's self-serving for that leader it can either be monetary um sex let's <laughs> be real a lot of cult leaders get sex so i find a lot of similarities and i there's like religions that i'm like that's a cult but it's not really like to me like i'm going on a tangent and i'll stop but like to me a jehovah jehovah witness is a cult i said Ooh. it here first that's a boom cult. boom mm. are those people knocking the door all the time and i'm hiding in waiting for them to leave yeah yeah oh. that, that's yeah. them you don't have to hide from them dude I love them <laughs> because I have good friends of mine who are I, part of that. But I, I know it, it, that I have I issues with it, you know. But it's a cult. Yeah. No, Louis, some of Lewis's family is Jehovah's Witnesses. It doesn't mean it's not a cult. Just because you can have friends that are in a cult and you still love your friends doesn't make the cult right. <laughs> Do you have any have you ever had any friends that sell like things you don't want to buy? Like What's an example? Like <gasps> the perfume. Remember the perfume that people used to sell out of the trunk of their car? I'm that friend. You, what do you sell, Khalid? <laughs> Are you sell selling facial perfume? creams and, oh, and, yeah, and insurance did. for life insurance? I signed up for all those things and, you know, yeah. You Khalid really sell the insurance? I used I to. Didn't Khalid, Khalid sell crack, dude. He sell hardcore crack. And I keep telling him, I don't want your crack. That's not a cult, though. That was That's good stuff. An entrepreneur. <laughs> I can make you join my cult with that crack. <laughs> Free crack. So, yeah, you could you could have friends in a cult and love them. And True. It doesn't mean they're not in a cult. Mm -hmm. I had like this good friend of mine, right? And I, I, he's one of those dudes. I didn't talk to him in like a few years. I'll talk to him tomorrow, and it'll be like we. we <laughs> You know oh, what I mean? I like we talked yesterday. You, no, you know what I mean? Like he's one I of those do, dudes I, I didn't do. talk to forever, but he joined this thing and is this thing where you you buy goods online and if you pay for detergent or you pay for dishwashing oh. liquid or you pay for this or you pay for that. <clears throat> it contribute to like a uh, kind of pyramid scheme basically but bruh he showed me he was part of this he wanted me to be part of this he showed me one of the conventions he went to they're hardcore i talking about miami dolphin stadium fill seventy thousand people to capacity kind of shit yeah everybody like on their feet Whoa, 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 like insane the fervor and the 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 lust over this shit, dude. It is incredible, man. Mm. 
I have like a real issue with MLM, multi-level marketing, which is what you're talking about, like that kind of thing, which is like the more popular ones are like Beachbody. There's one that does oils. Um, There's a couple because they pray, like cults prey on people and they have the same tactics that a cult has. Like they prey on people in certain situations. And something I've noticed through social media that their big one that they prey on is moms. And what they do is they guilt moms. They're like, you're not spending enough time with your kids because you have a job. If you do this instead, you're going to be at home. You're going to be able to spend time with your kids. You're going to make your own schedule. You're going to be a boss, babe, and you're going to do this. And that shit irks me so bad because you're in essence telling a mom that she's a bad mom. So she should do this so that she's going to be spending money that she really doesn't have when you're in MLM, you're paying for your own benefits. It's not like you have a nine to five. Yes. Nine to five sometimes suck. I get it, but like still better to be working from nine to five than not having benefits, not knowing how much you're going to make in a certain month. If you don't sell enough of your products, not like, you know, it's just, a, and that shit irks me so bad that they mm-hmm. guilt. That's the new one. And you see it online all the time. They guilt moms and they're like, you should be spending more time with your kid. <laughs> yeah, man. And, anyway. and and for those of you guys who, who know the podcast, this is not about the patriarchy. <laughs> like, yeah. it's separate from it. Patricia, yeah. I feel like this uh-huh. is legit, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a relatively small group, and we got to, like, think about that word, small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. That's one of the definitions I have for cult. Mm-hmm. Another one, um, misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. I guess. I guess that's when you could say it's a cult film or a cult movie or why I want to watch arachnophobia right now. Captain Ron yesterday or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Like, it's called films, dude. Star Wars. Star Wars. No, dude. It's Star, Star Wars is more than a cult film. Uh-huh. Our Evil Darkness. Bro. Army of Darkness. Sorry. Army of Evil Darkness. <laughs> you went literature there, dude. You mix up books with TVs. Patricia, you need to bring it down. Patricia Abaroa, writer, extraordinaire. You need to bring it down when we do any podcasts, dude. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Stick to small words. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let me get my a, dictionary out. <laughs> a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular personal thing. Okay. You can see that. How I feel about Brad Pitt. It's dangerous. Mm. Very dangerous. Before we, we follow up on it, I just say it, Patty. I read articles yesterday on Brad Pitt. I know, I read it too. Not good. Son, about his son. Yeah. yeah, talking shit about him. I know. Oh, and and I hate I hate bad fathers, but it's still Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> you can, Brad Pitt can whip his kid's ass. Ah, it's all Brad good. Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt. Wait, are those his actual biological kids or is Angela Gina Lee Jenny Jolie? The one 
the one that he's talking about is the one that Angelina Jolie had one of the ones Angelina Jolie had adopted before being with Brad Pitt and then he adopted them once he was in a relationship with her. So it is oh. a son. Okay. Is it a son? Adoption is free. That's the backstory. Yeah. But oh, that's he, backstory. he didn't inherit his looks and all that. You know what I'm saying? You know, like no. <laughs> let's bear. Let's let's side let's sidetrack. DNA okay. baby. The Raelian movement. <laughs> Cult religion. That's what we we, we yes. come into right now. And, this is and, what and, this initial and, chat was about, you know? And we're gonna blend all that chat into the Raelianism because it all blends in. Yes. Let's talk about DNA and yes. Star Wars. Because that was discussed in the cult. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. What's the foundations of the uh, Raelianism movement, Patricia? So the Raelian movement is a religious and UFO-focused group. And like you mentioned, some people call it a cult because it has weird beliefs, because it has a charismatic leader, which we'll talk about. Yeah. 100,000 people part of this cult. That many? I couldn't find a number. I didn't know. I find, yeah. Uh, let me try it out. A few things I gotta find out because this cult is well, this religion, this entity is sparse and in between when you start digging into it, you know. But uh-huh. yeah, There's apparently a hundred to hundred and twenty thousand people. That's how much make up the um religion. I can see that. Sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. They are adamant that they are not a cult. And the reason that they are adamant that they are not a cult is because they say that one of their core principles is personal freedom. And in a cult, you don't have personal freedom. We will get into that in a bit. But do you guys want to know about Rail, Claude Vorohan, the guy who started the cult and what led him to start the cult? I know he's a Frenchman. I know he's about certain things, but yes. I want to hear more I details. Hear. Yes. Me too. So he was, he is the Frenchman. He's still alive. I think he's like 77, who before leading the rail move, rail movement worked as a sports car journalist and test driver for his very own car racing magazine called Autopop. He still leads the movement today. So he says, Claude, Rail, whatever you want to call him. He says that in December 1973, he has this encounter with extraterrestrial beings. By the way, they do not like to use the phrase alien because it indicates alienation and they are not about alienation. So he has this encounter with this being, extraterrestrial being, with beings, plural, sorry. And they tell him that they have a message for for humanity and that they are called Elohim, Elohim, which means those who come from the sky. And they tell him and during this encounter that their people initially came to the earth 25,000 years ago and they created life through their ability to control human DNA. Allegedly, the Elohim tell him that they've created 40 Elohim human hybrids to serve as providers along with him the others include people like buddha jesus and muhammad so he's a good company right like wait and so- I, I i hear this too so what's happening right now <laughs> it's a great company dude i don't want to i don't i don't want to throw off the flow at this particular story so he at this particular point he had like a vision or this is his 
actual um point where he gets sucked up into the alien will, right? He gets sucked up into the alien world. And he so, with Jesus, Buddha, He's Muhammad not Ali. with them. According to him, the Elohim tell him that he's one of the selected messengers for them. And we'll talk about the message in a minute. But other messengers, there's been 40, they're hybrids. They're human Elohim hybrids. And among the other 40, I don't know if he's included in the 40 or if he's the 41st, are people like Buddha, Jesus, and Muhammad. He He's okay. the last one, according to whatever I read. Oh, he's the last one. The okay. last and final one. Okay. Wait. Always. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so Claude says that fuck what you know, the Bible is bullshit. Humans, including Adam and Eve, were created in laboratories using Elohim's DNA. Um, and so the Elohim, at this point, they renamed Claude Rael, R-A-E-L, which means who brings the light of the Elohim or messenger of the Elohim. And they're like, you're the ambassador on earth for us. This is your job. They also tell him that humanity has entered the age of apocalypse they entered it in 1945 after the first atomic bomb was dropped in hiroshima now if we manage to avoid through his leadership the apocalypse the elohim will then return to earth with their technology and they're going to create a perfect world for us to live in for the people that remain they're currently working on an embassy for the Elohim, which, just so you know, this isn't really related to the story because the aliens, I don't think, told them to do this. But people that are in this religion give 10% of their salary to the religion to, for the creation of this embassy. Yes, correct. No. Yeah. Yeah. But is that different from any other religion? Not really. I mean, it's t- I don't know. I'm not religious. But how much do you give? What is the expectation when you go to church? What is the expectation? Let's look that up. Uh-huh. Okay, no way. So mm-hmm. church and t- so a dude who like divided between Hinduism, um, the Catholic Church, uh, Muslim religion, and Khalid, you could mm. expand on the Muslim part of it, but like Muslim stuff is, you give zakat, you give offerings if you could afford it. Church, you give your offerings, you throw your dollar expect- into the thing. It has an, an expectation. There's an expectation. It has a social expectation. Yes. But you know, you give a dollar, you give what you could. Hinduism, I, I, I don't recall it being a thing. Okay. Well, that's a much nicer religion. My mom used to go to a church, very short tidbit. My mom used to go to a church because my mom doesn't have a lot of extra money to donate. And it was a couple of older ladies that didn't have a ton of money to donate to the church. They would volunteer their services. My mom would go every Saturday and clean that church top to bottom. And I said to my mom, you got to stop this bullshit. The guy running the church has a Mercedes Benz had a house next to the church that was huge. I'm like, he can pay people. Like, this is not about funding his pockets, right? So I have a, I should, I'm coming into this with a real dislike for religion. <laughs> I'm just going to give that, I'm just going to give that, I'm just going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, there's an expectation. The point is that every religion has, an, maybe not Hinduism, I'm sorry, I apologize. But Christian and Catholic religions have an expectation of you're supposed to give X amount of money. I don't know what it is. 
well. <laughs> just in line with it. And like, you know, I want our podcast to keep progressing and moving and growing and stuff like so that. I gotta, well, I'll so try to join a religion. <laughs> I'll throw it out there. Oh, I'm just saying. Scientology, if you need to develop into like an internationally recognized religion that is called Scientology, you need to pay. Like that, that, that involves you paying. And in terms of like alien based religions, Scientology is there. And there. I could throw out the, uh, the spoilers on Scientology. It got to do with Xenu and stuff. But we got to do a Scientology episode. You know, they even have like a particular group that like recruits celebrities. It's wild. Scientology is wild. Scientology, I read that Scientology is looked at differently than this particular religion because they're more polished and discreet where this religion, they're just kind of balls to the walls crazy and they put <laughs> all their shit out there. They don't hide it, but that there are similarities. But I guess you could tell us that it's as we start talking because I don't know. All I know about Scientology is what I saw in some of the Leah Rimini shows. I don't know too much about it. <laughs> Leah, Leah Rimini, keep it real. She does. It's a good show. I, I want to get back into it. Following this encounter... Rael begins spreading his message and he starts this movement to promote the teachings that he received from the Elohim. In 1974, he publishes the book. I'm not going to read the French title because I'm going to slaughter it, but it's called The Book Which Tells the Truth. The following year, 1975, he says he has another encounter with the Elohim, which inspires him to write another book. That book is called Extraterrestrials Took Me to Their Planet. In that book, he describes his visit to the planet and says that when he's there, he learned about the society of the Elohim, where only the most intelligent are chosen to be leaders and to govern the planet. If only the United States worked the same way. He is also introduced to the sensual meditation technique, which was later practiced by his followers. I looked to see what the sexual meditation technique is because I want to learn it. There's a book. I think you could download it for free online. But according to the Rails website, I'm going to read this very quickly. Sensual meditation is the instruction manual given to us to teach us how to master the harmonizing possibilities within the brain. This manual was given to us by those best placed to know those who designed the human being. Sorry. Allowing us to deprogram Judeo-Christian inhibitions of guilt while at the same time not following into ethereal mysticisms of Eastern teachings, sensual meditation allows a person to discover his or her body. It especially allows one to learn how to use his or her body to enjoy sounds, colors, smells, tastes, caresses, and particularly a sexuality that is felt with all of one's senses. In this way, we can each experience the cosmic orgasm, infinite and absolute, that eliminates the mind, that illuminates the mind by linking the one who reaches it with the infinite. What, what cult is this? Khaled, you want to sign up? The rail movement. You, oh, can, yeah. you have to be baptized and they do it four times a year, so you got to look that up. And you right. need to lick a penny and say, I love the taste of that penny. And then just jump into it. Yeah. That's how, that's how like bum bums taste. That's I'll how like bum bums taste. <laughs> so just lick a penny and then jump into it. If you like the taste of a penny, you like the taste Wait. of a, a bum bum hole. 
Bum, you bum, could bum. like lick all the bum bums you love. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> That no, makes that's sense. where you were going with that. <laughs> lick up any you never know. It we tastes like a bum bum hole. A good never... bum, a clean bum bum hole. Clean bum bum hole. Okay. Thank you for so, that. So, I he's been married three times. I found an article about his first wife, whose name was Marie Paul Christini. She was married to him for 15 years. I think, though, I should leave this article till the end when we're discussing whether we believe like we could talk a little bit about their beliefs first and we can leave this till the end when we're discussing whether we think it's a cult or a religion because she kind of goes into that. And then his grandmother who raised him also kind of goes into that. And so we can go we can go into that. Yeah. I didn't really talk about his childhood but apparently his parents were atheist and they really, they abandoned him. He was bullied in school. He didn't have the greatest upbringing. And so he was raised by his grandparents. Hmm. And he's French, okay. right? What was the grandparents there? What do they Gran- think? What do you mean? What about him? Like they were like super Catholic or super. You know, I don't know. Let's, let me look that up. And he's a French guy from what I'm, I'm hearing him speak. He was a French journalist. Yeah. He, when I when I saw the pictures of him and him speaking, he wears a or like a white robe and a like a, a cap. It could be a Jewish cap, a Islamic hat, just a cap on his head. But it's what use for prayers? It's, what did you think of him? Like when you watch him talk, it's charismatic. Is it comes to mind? He's very um playful, kind of funny. Yeah, he's, he's charming. Guy. He's likable. Yeah, he, he's he very wears... likable. And and the all all of them they wear that that crescent on their chest. And you want to describe that anybody what it looks like? It's the on their chest like, they wear the star of David, like, right? It looks like yeah, it looks like the star of David. And then in it, it has like it looks like two swastikas. Two swastikas? Okay. Yeah, oh. I see two. I see one on each side, right? Yeah. But but that's the Hindu emblem, right? They said what was that? Yeah. So this is so like I see it. And dude, I remember like literally 12 years old going up to my teacher in like standard five, that is Trinidad standards, right? So 12 years old, talking to my teacher, showing her the uh, the Schwarzica and being like, hey, my granny have like pictures of Hindu gods on in her room and it have this symbol on it. Why is this a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the teacher went on to say, "Well, it's a religious thing." But then it had a guy called Hitler, and he was no bueno. He killed many people. No so, bueno. No bueno. So, so apparently the the Schwarzenegger did go way back, right? And mm-hmm. Hitler just destroyed for everybody. Yeah. I don't know what the reasoning is behind uh claude and his using his uh schwarzenegger on top of the star david but i do know that at one point they wanted to develop a church in israel and israel say i think that's where they're making the the center for elohim when they come yeah because and uh, yeah so what they say israel was like dude we we don't gonna hook you up to make this center unless 
you change that symbol, dude. So they have an alternate symbol that all swirly and weird. Looks like a flower, yeah. Right? Yeah, flower. that look like a flower and is not the um the schwarzica. On and you're right, Khalid. It is only one swastika. I'm wrong. Look at it. One, yeah, one yeah. the the swastika that Hitler used was um tilted. It's twisted to the side. It's like an, an almost like a triangle on top, triangle on the bottom. But the Buddhist symbol is a square box. So I feel like this movement that he created was trying to reclaim the actual meaning of the swastika back from what Hitler did to it. Uh, my thought on it. He said that's the symbol he saw in the Elohim spaceship. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> you say so, bro. <laughs> Oh, so just to backtrack a little bit, his grandmother was atheist, his father was Jewish, and his mother was atheist as well. Okay. Wow. Well, there you go. That kind of like um, tie into the whole idea, him trying to have it, uh, have a connection with it into like that idea is real, right? So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Kind of makes sense. So do you guys want to talk a little bit about the beliefs of um, the Rayleigh movement? The <laughs> beliefs. And a lot of things. Of the realism movement. I'm going to go through key beliefs. And okay. then I'm going to um, like super expand on um, sensual meditation. Ooh. Because, okay. yeah. This, yeah. This I podcast to is not a learning tool. If, if It's a learning tool if it's anything. Mm. You all learn about jajis, which is vaginas, and nookas, which and is penises, and, and honey tasting, anus holes, and love it. Key beliefs of um, realism. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the key beliefs, buddy. Trade blood love it into this mix. Hey, you said it. Yeah, the key beliefs. <laughs> extraterrestrial encounter so according to Raelian belief Rael had a meeting with a extraterrestrial being known as Elohim he touched on that a couple of times before who was said to be uh, an advanced race that created humanity through genetic engineering I'll throw this out there too, right? So, and wait, let me get to number two, creation story. Raelians reject traditional religious creation stories and instead yeah. believe in a scientific explanation of human origin involving genetic manipulation by Elohim. Before I continue on number three, which is humanitarian social philosophy, my idea for this particular uh, um, cult or religion, realism, right, re-alienism, is, dude, they take so much stuff from the Bible. Everything from the Bible, though, it was just reinterpreted into, like, an alien did it. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> so it, it is a extended version or in-person version of ancient aliens. Yep. It's like everything you see. So, oh, 
Mary was chilling out and was visited by an alien, visited by, you know, whoever, and say, oh, you're going to have um, God's son. That wasn't an angel. That was an alien. Everything that had like an interpretation of an alien visiting man, it was actually an alien. Like that North Star following the three disciples, the three messengers was an alien ship. That I'm like, okay, cool. Yes, uh, 100, dude. <laughs> and like they'll go towards um, all religions with that idea, right? Particularly with the um, Hindu religion, where they start talking about, you know, the spaceships and stuff like that and the interaction between it. Everything, it had nothing to do with um, the different Hindu gods. It was all aliens. Everything is about aliens just interacting with man. How do you feel about that, Khalid? How do you feel about the that makes sense to me. <laughs> Hello there. You love it. Yeah. You know, you <laughs> know. Aliens. Yeah. God rises into the sky. I'm going to suck that by an alien. That makes sense to me. It does now. It does. I have oh. a question. I have a question. Why is it so much more ridiculous that it would be aliens than an invisible man that lives in the sky? Yeah. Patricia, stop asking logical things and let's go on to point three. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Logic. Get out of here. Logic. <laughs> it's called a something perplexing podcast, Patricia. And it's but, something that makes sense podcasts. <laughs> by the way, right? I'll, I'll save it for the end. It's something that makes sense podcast is such a stupid name though. Nobody yeah. wanna listen to do something makes sense podcast. Dude, I, I talked to my mother about this topic, right? It's like alien, this religion came up with alien, aliens created us, and you know, okay, cool. Mom's like, oh, and who created the aliens? I said, like, oh, oh yeah. But who then who created God? Exactly. The created, if the aliens created us, Mega God? Who created, Who created the, the mega god? Who cre yeah. Are we all part ultra, of the same uh, Ultra mega god? Oh. Oh, okay. Oof. That's literally the, the argument you would have with uh, super religious fanatics. You know what I yeah. mean? It'll yeah. always have that backup. Anyway, for <laughs> this particular thing, um, <clears throat> after the creation story, in terms of tenants of the um, realism, we got humanitarian social philosophy. So really, uh, realism promotes a message of peace, love, and nonviolence. Everywhere I read, it was about that, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and when I say nonviolence, when I think about like real, uh, UFO based religions, I couldn't help but think about our, um, our episode that we had on on Nike dudes. What was Nike dudes? Remind me the, oh, the name of that his thing. Oh, and Zoe and yeah, all and these the dudes and they just and the yeah, dare and they they just love chopping off balls and you know what I mean, just like 
living that that celibate life. Why am I drawing a blank on the name of it? I'm on the most popular fucking the cult, cult ever, dude. Yeah, the Nike cult. The Nike cult. The Nike cult. Yeah. Um, you guys gonna remember and just be Heaven's pissed. Everybody gonna Heaven's Gate. Uh, I googled that Thanks, bad boy. Khaled. You're so smart. Nike cult. Got my date. Well, there you go. So, in terms of like other cults that mention certain tenants, that was never part of um, that particular Heaven's Gate idea. Just a message of peace, love, and nonviolence among everybody. They've advocated for the elimination of nuclear weapons. Mm. Or like Donald Trump would say, nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> China. <laughs> like a penny. China. It's like a penny. <laughs> Embassy of extraterrestrials. One of the central tenets of um, realism is the... no. You see, I pronounce it wrong there. I just pronounce a generational art. That's that's realism. Oh that's yeah, you did. That's oh, it. Yeah. That re- realism is the construction of an embassy, right? This is the embassy of extraterrestrial uh aliens. Uh the construction of an embassy to welcome the Elohim when they return to it. Mm-hmm. The uh, real re- alien symbol, uh, Schwarzenegger, intertwined with the staff, David, is intended to represent infinity in time. Sensual meditation. Raelian's re- uh, practice a form of meditation called sensual meditation, which involves, yes which involves embracing physical pleasure and enjoyment as a means of achieving spiritual growth. Hmm. So a lot of shagging, a lot of group shagging. We will expand further, but last point. <laughs> you really want to talk about this group shagging? There's a lot of shagging, and it's so, it's so perplexing to me because they got one person, you don't know if you like how they smell, and you got to be next to them. And a foot might be right next to our breasts, and I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of visuals going on in your head right now, man. A lot. <laughs> no traditional worship. Um, realism doesn't traditionally um does not have traditional religious practices like worship, service, There's or no rituals. Deity. No deity. Instead, followers are encouraged to pursue scientific knowledge and personal fulfillment. And if you wanted to become a Raelian, this is the main thing you had to do. Listen up, Khalid. Because I know you're going to do this and your mama going to be pretty pissed off, dude. She won't She's find gonna... out. She you will when to... I send her a recording of this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the mail with her name on it in a tape. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's AI, baby. It wasn't my voice. <laughs> a tape <laughs> on an actual tape on a cassette. It's a cassette player. And a cassette player. Yes. No. No, it's not a cassette. Oh, yes. 
Oh, you still got cassette players, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there you go. That makes my job a lot easier. Now I just got to find a way to put it on a cassette. <laughs> We got no cassette. Main thing you need to do is <laughs> disavow all other religions. That's that's the one thing you need to do. You need to say, I give up on Catholicism, Judaism, um, it's the Islamic belief. Any religion you have, you need to say, I am done with that shit. And then you could go on to realism. I saw two contradicting things on that. I saw the uh, article where it said that you have to disavow all other religions and then another one where a lady was speaking and she said oh yeah all your religions come on bring it in it's all good we'll take it all Is that it, was a, it was a video i was watching but i don't know it was it was an old video i think it was from the 70s or the 80s there was one of the cult members or religious members talking about the the organization but maybe they've upgraded their rules i don't know okay i have to, I have to look for it it's like something back in the 80s we we're talking about Alien cults. Yeah. Wow. I kind of want to see on their own website what they say. Mm. I'm pretty sure that like that was disavow everything. So yeah. Okay. Well, just some quick points that um while party checking that scene in terms of what sensual meditation do within the uh alien movement. We're talking about in embracing physical pleasure. So Aliens that. believe the pleasure, believe that pleasure, not just masturbation, mutual masturbation. <laughs> Two people believe that pleasure, oh. particularly of a sensual and physical nature, is a positive and natural aspect of the human experience. I mean, I feel like that shouldn't be unique. But second point, integration of body and spirit. Sensual meditation is seen as a way to integrate the body and spirit. Um, mindful sensuality, where the term sensual might evoke thoughts of purely physical nature, uh, really emphasize the importance of mindfulness and inter intention into intentionally having a focus in the oh. sensual meditation. Yeah. Basically. Oh, totally different. Sorry. <laughs> Individual freedom or consent. So Raelians believe in a strong emphasis on individual freedom and consent. And last thing, sexual freedom. Raelians advocate for sexual freedom of choice, including support for issues such as contraception, reproductive rights, licking pennies. Boom. Patricia. Let I want to talk a little bit about consent. How old you are? How old are you, Issa? How old are you, Khalid? You don't ask a guy that question. <laughs> you don't ask a dude that question. I can't ask a lady that question. Okay. I want to say mid-40s. Okay. I, I don't want you to say. I don't want you to say. Don't say. I don't. No, no, no. I don't want you to say. I don't want Patty to say. A rough, a rough estimate is fine. I'm halfway mid -40s. to 90. Okay, so mid forties. Forty five. Now, yeah, mid forties. Would you say 40s. that a sixteen year old girl would have consent to marry you in your forties? Is that consent? Would that be consensual if you married a sixteen year old girl? Either of you? Only if she's a belly dancer. And <laughs> Only you're she's belly dancer. No, <laughs> like on a real, on a real. Wrong Remember answer, Khalid. Wrong. Okay. No. 
Okay. No. Like, if I... Uh, on a reel. Mm-hmm. I think it, it have, like, plenty. And, dude, how you could not sound like a, a creepy poof answering mm-hmm. this question with mm-hmm. any answer besides no. Okay. Let's not even talk about how you feel no, it's no. creepy or not. Let's talk about <clears throat> the law. Like, the law in general. Is it? Well, <laughs> like, but wait, wait, wait. Because I, I, I just want to mention this one thing. Like, because okay. we mentioned it already. Like, friends. Like, people who I call auntie and uncle. When I was a kid, they were, like, arranged in in marriages when they were, like, 14. And they stay with that person. For, so one person, 14, one person, 20, I think it was 29, dude. Yeah. I and think... they still married to this day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I don't know. Like, it was uh, it definitely not, not kosher, dude. Like, I'm not right. Like, 14 years old, being forced into a relationship. No. But yeah. something real developed, dude. Like, so what if the man, what if it's two th- the year two thousand? Let's say it's the year two thousand, oh, okay. and the man is in his fifties and she's just turned sixteen. Bruh, I no. would say if she's just in eighteen <laughs> is weird. Yeah, like, okay. if we talk in two thousand, two thousand twenty, so, you know, what I mean, is, like this is not the wife I'm going to talk about, but Rael's third wife. They got married in two. 90, oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't 2000. It was 1990. So he was actually 40. 1992? 1992. I'm trying to do the math. I think he would be like 46. And she had just turned 16. His third wife, he married when she turned 16. And and that's the wife that's the belly dancer, right? Oh, she's a belly dancer? I didn't know yeah. that. That's why they I said did, belly dancer. They got divorced <laughs> in two. In ni- they got divorced in 19. In 2000, but they continued oh. to live together. That's not the wife I'm going to expand on. I'm just saying, like, I just think his their choice of saying consent is kind of, like, convenient, right? Like, <laughs> and it was in Montreal, Canada. Uh, so it was, you know, oh, in North America. Canadian. Okay. Because yeah. I, I know that the cult started off in France, right? Yes. And then it moved to Canada. Oh, it's so everywhere. Like, it's it's just, everywhere. Just north of us. Not that far. It's everywhere. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's big in Canada, though. Yeah. So, is there any other things that we... They're very, they're very pro-gender equality, which I think is great, too. Is there anything else that we missed? Oh, they're into cloning. I want to mention that because... They are into cloning. They're big advocates of cloning. They support cloning technology. And they claim that the Elohim provided them with the knowledge of cloning. And they advocate for the ethical use of cloning for medical purposes. And they created a girl named Eve. You heard about that? No. Tell me about that. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all that they, 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 made, Thanks, they created Colette. a clone. They said they created a clone <laughs> and the clone's Eve. I didn't go any deeper in that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're you sure you did. Sure you came up with a you have the technology to come up with a clone. I don't know. Maybe they're maybe one of their labs that they have is a cloning lab. Who knows? I sent you guys an article this morning on cloning technology. Did I send it? Or is it sent it? Did I send it? About dodo birds? They're bringing back the dodo bird? 
Oh, I didn't see that. Did you send that today? Cloning. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're yeah. Cloning uh, is a company. They're like a conglomerate of companies coming together. They're going to bring back the Dodo Bird. They're going to bring back the Willy Mammoth and some pink, pink pigeon. And somewhere in the mix, Eve. The yeah so eve they say that they had a cloned baby but there was no proof of it and it was called yeah. eve and he said that these people are not this is i'm reading the thing i hadn't seen this before because i didn't know about that so i'm trying to find information but pretty much there's no proof that this thing existed they just said they had it let me tell you what um ai mentioned on it mm-hmm. you guys want to hear Sure. So in terms of realism and cloning, here's some key points related to those two things. Scientific advancement. So realism promote the idea that cloning and genetic engineering represent a path to scientific and technological pro- uh, progress. The movement asserts that Elohim, as advanced beings, shared this knowledge with humanity to advance our capabilities. Elohim is like more than one person, dude. Elohim is the 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 what would you say the species of of extraterrestrials. They're called Elohim. Yeah. So it's okay. more than one person, right? So and Elohim, which I didn't look into, but that's a phrase that's common in a lot of religions, right? Elohim. Yeah, man. Hmm. I've heard. I, I, I recall hearing it before. I've heard that word before, and I don't think it was in regards to aliens. So. <laughs> All right. So according to um, Raelian beliefs, the Elohim used genetic engineering to create human beings. This is the big one. Right. So cloning is seen as a continuation of this process, allowing humans to take control of their own evolution and potentially achieve a form of immortality through the cloning of bodies. Basically, the Aurelians say that when the um, Elohim had come, one of the things that they had used or dictate that they had used was an idea of cloning and generic uh, genetic engineering. So my thought is, if I were this cult's leader, right, I'd be like, okay, are they actually, do they have a lab where they're making test tube babies? Or That's what they, he's implying. Or, or, just hear me out there, what if we were the labs and I have a lab Lady, you got a lab. Let's draw it our- together. Our- and Kalich? we will genetically create <laughs> Eve. Are you talking about Ginas and Pennies? Ginas and Pennies, <laughs> yes. In, in laboratories <laughs> within our bodies, forming genetically to create. Okay. Well, so he's talking about, like, so in okay. our bodies is the last. Yes. I, I I I get it, you guys. I got you. I get, get it. it. I get it. That's just like kind of like a stretch, but yeah, I guess anything's possible. Like that's just very vague of him. Like yeah, yeah. But it, I wouldn't put it past him, honestly. Like, how, how did you create this Eve? Did you, you have? Did you have a lab, or did you just like lab it out yourself? According to this 
thing, it was one of the women that is Aurelian. Her name is Dr. Boyce Celier. She's the one that did it. Doctoring. Hmm. Yeah, and she's Aurelian. Is she a doctor with a question mark behind her name or is it just she's a real doctor? I don't know. That too. Yeah. I don't know. One of the uh, random points they had mentioned too is um, cloning had like a particular symbol overall in uh, realism. So in addition to the practical applications of cloning, uh, realism views cloning as a symbol symbolic act. So the movement has undertaken efforts to establish a company called Clonade. Clonade? Which, according to their claims, aims to advance human cloning. However, the actual success and legitimacy of these efforts have been highly controversial. And questioned by the scientific community. You hear about cloning? I I'm reading about it now because I looked up the doctor, Dr. Boyce Cellier. She is a French chemist and she's one of the religious leaders of the movement. She's 67 now. And she was part of that. And it said, and it says that she is best known for her claim to have overseen the creation of the first human clone, which was baby Eve. And then five years later, uh, she joined realism in 1992. Five years later, in 1997, she joined Aid, which is a Raelian organization that sought to clone a human. So I guess this is a group within the group that is made up of scientists and smarter people scientifically. This is oh. the group Khalid would be in. Me and you, Issa, would be like picking apples from a tree to mm -hmm. get to somebody to make apple pie and then Khalid would be hanging out with Bridget trying to clone babies. Yeah. Licking <laughs> a penny, licking a bum bum, being like, oh, this tastes like a penny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bridget, eh? Sounds Bridget. Bridget. So besides that, I just wanted to point out that they don't do drugs. Um, it's a very hedonistic from what I read society, but they're not allowed to do drugs from what I read. They're like encouraged not to even drink caffeine and they're encouraged to be vegetarian. I wanted to add that in there. Mm. Mm. Encouraged, but not mandated. I don't think they're in they're mandated, but it says most of them follow a vegetarian diet. So take that as you will. Now, where are we, before I go into this article about his first wife and his grandma, where are we with where this falls? Is it a cult? Is it a religion? Let's take a vote. I'm going to say, I think, if they was to go to register this shit, like it had crazier things that being called a religion. So I would be cool with seeing as a, as a religion. Because I, I don't see anything in the tenants that put in any individual person that joined the group into like imminent harm. But does a cult have to put people in harm to be a cult? Because I don't think that's a requirement. I feel like every cult. time we cover a cult, it's like 200 people kill themselves, dude, or something go wrong. Yeah, some that's true. That's true. Sh shagging all the ladies and none of the guys can shag their wives. Yeah, anymore. or something like super yeah. weird. Yeah. That's true. That's true. You have a good point. Okay. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. What about you, Khalid? What do you think? I, I'm on the on on the you know side of possibly saying it's a religion, uh, and the tenets that they have, like as I said, because they're not really harming anybody. They're not gonna. They they do talk about spaceships and stuff like that, but I don't think they're gonna try and uh, get to the spaceship. They're like, okay. No, they're coming. They're coming down. They're coming. Yeah. You know. And like, I want to push on this too. And like, it just hit me like a fucking like a like a ball that fall out on your head, like a bowling ball yeah. that fall in your head in a cartoon. Uh-huh. Religion. Me saying it's a religion. I don't want you to think that religion or the idea religion free of bringing intense pain and suffering onto people. Because if it's one thing religion good at is fucking people up in terms of the crusades, in terms mm-hmm. of like the fucking everything, dude. Like religion in terms of like so much different points in humanity is about trying to wipe another set of people out to make their point valid. So I don't know. But it's uh, religion- even Scientology is like a scene where they 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 wiping people bank accounts out, dude. And financially destroying people is inhumane. You know what I mean? Poverty yeah. and having no resources is inhumane. Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. No, but I, I agree with you on that. But uh, and one one difference would be, you know, the religion that goes out and kills the indigenous population and wipes out whatever is not the religion. It's the greedy man that wants the money or wants the jewelry for themselves. It's the rich yeah. getting rich in that time frame, not and, and hiding behind religion. To yeah. go after what they want, and it's it's not about the religion, because yeah, the basic ideas behind it is all good and shit. But then man gets involved and they fuck things up and they manipulate how things come out, and you know, fuck things up. Yeah. That's what I thought. So thought. here we go. I found this article when I was looking for information on his wives. I found this article from this website called coleducation.com and it's an interview with her and it features tidbits from his grandmother too. And his first wife, her name was, this article's from 2003. Her name is Paul Marie Paul Christini and she was married to him for 15 years. Um, at the point of this interview, it was 17 years after their divorce so i want to say that she's had time to process everything that's happened it's not like it's a fresh wound and she's like i hate this motherfucker so she's talking 17 years after these incidents and she pretty much said that he ruined her life that he was an awful person and an awful um father and that he made their children believe that he was this divine entity that he like brainwashed them Hmm. um then here's one of the parts that he says she says that at one point he even had the children hating her like he took the kids from her because she disagreed with what he was doing she says he is a very cynical manipulative and charismatic man i just did not have the strength to leave looking back it is extraordinary what i tolerate he was only at home for about half of our marriage the rest of the time he was traveling the world preaching and gathering disciples when he was at home 
He slept with hundreds of women, a new one every day, all pretty young devotees who thought he was some kind of God. He wouldn't stop having sex even if I walked into the room. He made me cook Ooh. for them and clean up after them. Okay. Yes. Uh, when I finally left him in 1985, I'm skipping parts, but when I finally left him in 1985, we were living in Spain where we had moved after France banned his sect. He had turned the children against me. And one day he simply said he had no more use for me. I was both relieved and devastated the way I had been abused for so long. So then she ends up leaving and then she goes back to her job. She was a nurse when she had initially met him, but she ends up losing touch of their children. She says, Claude took the children to Montreal and they were both deeply involved in the sect until about two years ago when they finally saw reason and managed to get out. They both despise him and can finally see all the damage he did. Aurora, which is the daughter, even plans to change her surname soon because being a Boral Han is ruining her life. He says that... His story is a little bit different that he told you, you have to choose between me. He says that she told him you either have to choose me or the movement. And he ends up choosing the movement. And that's why he ends up leaving. Um, and so I'm going to get to the part about his grandmother. She said that he changed since developing the cult. He had really changed into an egotistical man. And she says, at first, I believe that Claude really thought what he was saying was true. But over the years, I began to think the whole Raelian movement was a trick to have more sex and to satisfy the enormous ego and need to be worshipped that he always had. Holy shit. It's sounding more and more like a cult. Yeah. So then <laughs> you should have saved that part before you so, ask about cult. So that, that's why I wanted your, I wanted the, I wanted to see where you guys were at before reading this. So then his aunt, oh, it wasn't his grandmother. I'm sorry. It's his aunt. Her name is Therese. She says that he like completely changed from this adorable kid to this monster of a person. This is what she says. He was such an adorable child. What made him do it? He went to local Catholic school and he was in the church choir. He was the perfect child. So then she talks about the grandmother, how the grandmother had brought him up after his mother rejected him. And so that's how Therese got close to him because she was obviously the other daughter. It says, da, 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 sorry, um, there's it's a long article. I'm just trying to get the good parts. She says that at one point, the grandmother looks at her and says, I think I raised a monster. If Claude wants to have orgies and connect with space aliens, that's his business. But now he started to create clones. Claude has gone too far. That's what she had said. So it turns out from the aunt's perspective is that Claude, Rail, whatever you want to call him, had these goals as a kid. Apparently he had made... He was something of a pop star in the early 60s. And then by the time he was 18, that hadn't worked out. And then he wanted to race cars, but that didn't work out. So then he ends up doing this car magazine. And then in 1973, that's when everything kind of changed. And they're saying, like, maybe he adopted this because he had this need for attention. And this is how he was satisfying that need for attention. Last time I saw Claude was at a Raelian gathering in Geneva two years ago. There was a lot of people sitting about in the nude, but no, no one seemed brainwashed or reluctant. So it's tricky. 
I'm on the fence about this one. Mm. I usually have very strong feelings about these things and I'm on the fence. Like reading the wife's perspective, it's like you didn't hear this part, but he says that he that she would have sex with hundreds and hundreds of his followers and that he wouldn't even stop having sex with them if his wife, his first wife, would walk into the room and that he would have her clean up after these women. Like she was pretty much treated like a slave while he was having sex with his followers. It's not called sex. It's called cloning. Thank you, Khalid. You're welcome. Thank mm -hmm. you. So, yeah. So, and I buy it. Dude, this guy, if you watch his videos, he does. He comes across very charming. So before I read this, I'm like, oh, he's just like a wacky dude that, you know, whatever. And after reading this, I'm like, this is bullshit. This guy doesn't believe any of this. He wants to have sex with young girls. Like, any other creepy ass predator and he found a way to do it and he's yay gender equality and you guys can have sex too but i you know it's it's i don't know i don't know i don't know how i feel about it well let me um let me just ask this one thing and like just make sure we have mature on this episode listen so what this dude would do and this is why my shit is going to cult 100% cold. He would bust nuts into girls and then the judges would leak the sperm onto the floor and then he would say, hey, wifey, you come here. Well, I don't Wipe know that, out that would do that. from I the floor. I just said. That's super slander, just... but maybe. And he's a very big proponent for like birth control and stuff so i get the sense he didn't want to have any more kids so maybe the spermies were on the floor so maybe but Ooh, I, I just said wifey sound like she had to clean up but she says is that the man she married was not the man that he had she said i thought i had married a fairly ordinary if slightly egotistical man not a freak at first i believe that claude really thought he, what he was saying was true but over the years, I began to think the whole Raelian movement was a trick to have more sex and to satisfy the enormous ego and need to be worshipped that he always had. Then the part you missed, um, Issa, was that he was only at home for about half of our marriage. They were married for 15 years. The rest of the time, he was traveling the world preaching and gathering disciples. When he was at home, he slept with hundreds of women, a new one every day. All pretty young devotees who thought he was some kind of God. He wouldn't stop having sex. Even if I walked into the room, he made me cook for them and clean up after them. See, that's why I'm talking about that. Like, I, I hear that part. You did. Okay. You got to shag. You got to be hungry. You got to clean up spoomy. Here's what I get. He's a cult leader for sure. But he's a cult leader that shares, which is a lot better than I could say for more cult leaders, because he's not telling you you can't have sex with these girls. He's just having sex with them and abusing his power to have sex with them. But he's not stopping other people from having sex with each other. If anything, he's telling you have sex with each other. Do it. So. I don't know. I don't know. It's a cult. Let's be real. It's a cult. Right? Like, I think we're yeah. all the same thing. I think it's Colton. I think at the end of it, it kind of Colton. But it's <laughs> one of the less less culty cults. It's one of the less horrific, I guess, in terms of that they're not chopping balls off. 
you have freedom. You could talk to your family members, even if they're not in this religion. Because I didn't read anything about not being able to talk to your family if they're not part of this. Yeah. True. True. That makes sense. Just kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is nice. My 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 thought is this, right? <laughs> in a post-apocalyptic world, you're gonna have cults joined up, right? Cults are gonna be created, and I've seen some of these cults, and they're like scary as shit, right? But which cult would you join? Would you join like that Dave Koresh one or the Heaven's Gate one? Or there's one I saw on TV the other day of this lady who calls herself Mother. Uh, we have to talk about that one eventually. Or this cult. I'm like, this cult seems about right. I would join this one. Join one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would join this one. Not scary. I don't know. Like, I, I like one of the big things I feel we talk about for, in terms of closing thoughts for this particular podcast. Which is our last for the year. We didn't say that. But yeah. Yes, very well might be the last for the year. If you guys lucky, you'll get like one bonus episode. But last of me for the yelling. Year. It was just an episode of, of me yeah, yelling. Patricia, <laughs> yeah, just, you know. like weird noises. My weird noises. But last episode for the year. Please hook us up. We're going to come back by next year. We're going to have a lot of perplexing ass shit. We're going to have like a continuation of these particular three people from Miami exploring some of the most unusual ideas that we have. For us to communicate with you, please hit us up on the uh, Instagram. It's one of our most prominent, awesome forums in terms of that social media. Hit hit us up on the uh, Twitter too. But more than likely, happy Thanksgiving, happy New Year's, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, yeah, uh, happy Hanukkah, all those happy awesome Hanukkah. ass end of year stuff, and happy holidays, you know, for everybody. Happy else. holidays, dude! Happy holidays for everybody. Again, two seconds to chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of this one, and this is why this is so awesome, dude, and it so is part our podcast shit because. Our podcast could be a little silly, but really, it asks some legit questions. Religious versus cultism. Where the line drawn? And I'll be honest with you, dude, like a, a, a thing like this, it really bring that into the forefront. Like what made this into a cult versus what made this a, a legit religion? What makes science, Scientology a legit religion right now, you know? But it have religions that currently in play right now that on both sides have people blowing up and killing kids. Wait, you know is Scientology I mean? a recognized religion or is it a cult? That's not a sarcastic question. It's a real question. No, no, it's, that, that's a recognized religion. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe... Based on the amount, that's me, by the way. Based on the amount of followers, I don't know. I still consider them a cult. Cult all so the way. So do I. I yeah. consider I consider most religions a cult. So I don't know that I'm a good judge of that to True. answer that question. We're all in cults. Consider so much plenty. Um, yeah, dude. It's freaky. It's perplexing. I think maybe maybe there's a profet maybe a religion has a very low bar 
where the leaders don't fuck the people that you know what I mean maybe that's what it is because when I think of cults I'm like what is the common that I find in a lot of them and it's like that people are having sex with people that there's a power dynamic right and they're abusing that power dynamic and so maybe I'm not saying that Catholic priests don't have sex with their parishioners whatever you call it but it's not the like norm. Kids. Right. Oh, sorry. But it's not. I'm so sorry. I just play. That's that's <laughs> my bad. Not... It just had like some incidents. Yes, but it's not the norm, and it's not encouraged. No, it's not okay. It's and not so that maybe that's that's the <laughs> maybe that's the bar. It's a low fucking bar, but maybe that's the bar, dude. <laughs> you go from religion to cult the moment. You start having sex with the people following your religion. Like, that's it. From the second you understand that bomb tastes like a petty, you are <laughs> in. <laughs> oh, my in God. Close the doors, guys. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Close and talks. Close and talks. Taking notes on how to form a cult and not be considered a cult. So, you know. Good ideas. <laughs> Good ideas. Anything, um, Patty? That's it. That's it. We'll catch you guys in 2024. It's going to be so awesome. It's going to be so weird. It's going to be, be so perplexing. It's going to be so fun. We'll hit you up soon. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. Change is something perplexing, cult. Next year. <laughs>